Hello, my name is Candice and I handle the design part of the business. My name is Margaret and I handle the marketing part of the business. We used to be lost in law school and now we are found in free in freelancing. Okay, we're gonna talk about a lot of stuff here. Freelancing, branding, business, pricing, mindset, productivity, how to get your clients. Oh my god, you talk too much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, we're not starting yet, right? Can we just tell them what the podcast title is? This is Article and Design. A podcast made by Filipino freelancers. For Filipino freelancers. For this episode, guys, we have Tanya Loyola. Tanya is a good friend of mine for many years now. We know each other since college days, and of course, we met there at the uni. And she strikes me as a friendly, weird, in a positive way, <laughs> and a smart-ass person. And of course, until now, we're friends. Also, Tanya worked in the BPO industry for a few years and also worked as an immigration officer back in the Philippines. She has a spirit of entrepreneurship and a passion for plants within her that is rooted from her family. She now resides in the beautiful country of Australia, managing her creative pursuit called Plant Your Enthusiasm. If you love plants and love to know how to grow them, you may go check out Plant Your Enthusiasm on Instagram and say hi to Tanya. So Tanya, uh, thanks for being on the show. We are excited having you here. Hi, my, my dear friend from college. Hi, Margaret. All right, so Tanya, our first question for you is, um, can you tell us about you and what you do? I used to be a language trainer for the BPO. And then so being a trainer, you get a few different skill sets that become marketable online as a freelancer, because a lot of people want your English skills or your ability to teach. Probably started my intro to freelancing. It wasn't really a serious thing, freelancing, for me when I started, because I was really still thinking about being an employee or like formal or employment in a conventional sense where you go yeah. into an office and like clock in from eight to five. Mm-hmm. So I tried, yeah, I did a lot of different jobs, such as teaching, being a government employee and stuff like that. But at the same time, because I had a lot of friends who were really into freelancing stuff, they, they seemed to have a lot of interesting stories about what they do. And I feel like they had more room to express themselves and to do things that they wanted to do. So I, I thought, well, you know, it doesn't really hurt to just keep that window open. But then at the moment, since, like my mentioned, I just moved to Australia, this is when your openness to freelancing and entrepreneurship really comes in handy. Because mm-hmm. at the moment, I'm not, not really employed in a conventional sense. That's, that's actually a very um, nice input, Tanya. They said uh, some people will think that because of this lockdown, because of this global health crisis, mm-hmm. it's the end. It's like the end of everything. So your life is uh, will be on a full stop. But actually, it's not. This is actually the best time for you to um, unleash all those creative um, juices and pursuits and all those hobbies or passion that you've been wanting to really start. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then moving from one country to the other country, it will really um, push you more to actually use all those mga passion or skills in America, uh, especially in freelancing. So yeah, <laughs> uh, that's great, Tanya. So yeah, our, our next question is, um, what was your aha moment? Or can you describe the time you realized you wanted to become an entrepreneur? I, I guess because my family has always had a business. Um, mm-hmm. And then like my mom and my grandma have always been into selling plants. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they've always involved me since I was a child. So they were able to train and brainwash me into <laughs> 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 <Brainwash>. me. <laughs> I like that. Um, 
<laughs> so you know they started you know the expression start them young they probably implied that um, yeah. on me i don't think i really had uh, an aha moment because i've always felt like it was something that you can do that you should do yeah. Yeah. um and i've always thought that it should be something that i would always try to do at least i think i got my first business permit in the philippines when i was 20 early 20s although at the time there were so many things that i needed to learn given that you're so young you don't understand a lot of things just yet when you're 20 you just you're fresh out of uni you're always um you're still trapped in the mindset where you are where you're supposed to think of mm -hmm. getting a job yeah half of me really wanted employment in a mm -hmm. conventional sense and half of me wanted to be an entrepreneur so it's kind of 50 50. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah, that's true, guys. Because uh, as I've said in the intro, I've known Tanya since like um, college days. So uh, I'm aware also of her family background as well. And you know, she's already um, accustomed to entrepreneurship time. So uh, it's really good that, as I've said, it's already rooted in her family. <laughs> uh, young passion for um, <clears throat> entrepreneurship. Then. So yeah, that's so nice, dance because there's there are some people now they're not being aware that there is other side of the story. There's entrepreneurship as well, aside from the conventional sense of employment. That life is just not about it, that you go, you go to uni and straight out of uni and you need to apply for a job and et cetera, et cetera. I can't blame them because that's how we're wired since the beginning, right? Yeah. Our system is like that. Um, when we were young, okay, the only way for you to be successful is when you finish college, uh, get a degree and get a job, go to the corporate or whatever. You know, also in my case, the one that you have to proceed to like medicine or et cetera. But yeah, I like that what you said that there was no aha moment, but you said that it's been there. You are already aware that there's another side of life, which is entrepreneurship. Me and Sigur brainwashed, but you're already, you're seeing actually. <laughs> Sigur in a way brainwashed, <laughs> but you're seeing the positive side of it. Right? Uh, hey, I can also be an entrepreneur. And that's so young, Tans. 20 years old, you already have your first experience in business. It was a long time ago, and I guess I should be proud of that. But yeah. Can you tell us about your first like a business venture, if, if you don't mind? What was it? Like, you're young, then... Yeah, so yeah. I wanted to, re to start my own plant shop mm -hmm. in Davao. But at the time, I didn't realize that you had to be there full-time. It's difficult when you have one person, you can't manage them yet yeah you can't manage them because one you lack the experience in managing people yeah um and two because i wanted to be employed full-time mm -hmm. in a conventional sense you don't get to see how things work on a daily basis yeah so we kept it going it wasn't doing as well as i hoped it would so i guess that would be a big learning point i've listened to your podcasts and I, i've heard one of the interview mm -hmm. one of the interviews that you've had with um one of our friends and she was saying that mm -hmm. her challenge her main challenge as a freelancer was having too many commitments yeah and that she should have just stuck with one or you know she just she should have just prioritized one or two mm -hmm. and i agree with that entrepreneurship is not not that different because you're also yeah. selling yourself uh you're using what you know to make money or to make it work for you rather than selling what you know so others can use it for their business. So instead of letting others use your skill set, you're using your skill set to make your business run. Um, that's how I see it anyway. Um, yeah, yeah but, I, I agree. <laughs> but yeah, I think that was my challenge. And I, I feel like I share the same challenge, mm -hmm. just wanting to do too many things. Or I think I was really young, so I wasn't really sure what yeah. 
how to do things. So it was a learning long, it's a long learning process. Even until now, I feel like I'm still learning. So yeah, we yeah. all do. We all do for sure. Yeah. So yeah, so that's nice to know, guys. If you're still young, if uh, we have our listeners right now uh, who's listening to us now, they think, no, I'm still young, I'm still in 18 or 20, and I can't start a business. Just start. So I just start. Yeah. Just yeah. start before you're ready. So look at Tanya, she started something and then along the way, uh, she had some failures, but she learned from it, right? She learned from it. Your failures are actually your tuition to success in, right? So that's the only Mm -hmm. way for you to actually know firsthand when you experience it. For a third question, what was your biggest failure in being an entrepreneur and how did you overcome it? And you can also tell us what lessons have you learned from this failure? Or wanting two things at the same time and being half and half. Yeah. has always been a, a recurring issue for me. So recently, I'm in, I have been into selling goods online, and then that's been doing well. But then a lot of your friends will come up to you, seeing, seeing, you know, seeing that it's, it's going well. Um, a lot of people are excited for you, and they come up to you and say, hey, why don't you try expanding it and selling other things? Like, and yeah. they have so many suggestions sometimes, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, sure. And, you know, my, my attitude of like, yeah, okay, let's try that. It doesn't hurt. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like that, works against me in a way because so I've been focused on online selling uh, pre-loved jewelry for some time mm-hmm. and then I wanted to try um, selling other things as well mm-hmm. so when I did that that mm-hmm. didn't really take off as well because at the time I was working as a full-time government employee mm-hmm. you know, selling online and I feel like a third one was a bit challenging um, and I find a lot of similarities between that experience and the experience I had like in my 20s mm-hmm in a way that you you know you're being spread too thin and you're sort of in and out you're half half and half yeah or you don't have full mastery of what you have in front of you at the moment so it's kind of I guess the lesson I learned was like if you want to do something and you want to do something right you gotta you gotta focus on that first you kind of master it mm-hmm. you can't be like oh I'll be jack of all trades for all these things for now but nah it's 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 harder to do it that way rather than just focus on one thing and then master that. And then when you when you can do that with your eyes closed, then you can start on something else. Because yeah. even when you're not looking, you can look at what's going on on the other side. So it's, yeah, I think that was my main lesson <laughs> is just to focus and learn about it as much as I can. I really like it, Anz. Uh, I totally, totally agree with you. Focus. Focus is really important. And I have a similar experience as well with that one. Mm-hmm. It's really important to focus on one thing because what happens with entrepreneurship? So I've created this uh, X business and then it's working well. There are people that will suggest, hey, why don't you do this? If you remember Tense, because uh, I have a business back in the Philippines, right? Uh, it's the Discover Mount Apple. It's the climbing oh, yeah. uh, Mount Apple in the Philippines. So we start. I started that. The uh, service that we offer is just Discover, climbing Mount Apple. And then some of my friends suggested, Hey, why won't you also offer other services like Surigao, Tubing, mm-hmm. Samal Island, and something like that? Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it's, hmm, it's interesting, right? So I tried to uh, incorporate it to the business, the uh, Samal, et cetera, et cetera, Surigao. But then I haven't been there. Like to Surigao, I haven't been there to <laughs> all those things that we're trying to offer about, I don't know, a thing or two. I don't know the first thing about Surigao or whatever. So it, it's really hard. <laughs> That's really hard, yeah. Yeah, it's really hard to like market or sell it or included even in, in these services or packages. So uh, I told my, uh, my team, hey, why won't we just go back to basic and focus on one thing? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. we have to go back to, to the root of everything. We removed all the other um, services that we have and then just focus on Mount Apple. And then that's it. It's actually a lot better when we started to just focus on one thing. Uh, guys, 
listen, Tanya said, focus on one thing. <laughs> and I totally agree with that, Tans, as in. It's a lesson you keep learning because you keep making mm -hmm. the mistake of saying mm -hmm. yes to good ideas, but not all good ideas are good yeah. for you, mm -hmm. right? So yeah, as Robert Kiyosaki said, guys, focus. So the meaning of focus, according to Robert, uh, it's follow one course until successful. So it doesn't, it doesn't mean like literally course <laughs> that you have to follow. What does it mean is that you have to follow first one uh, project, one um, business, one skill, and then focus on mm -hmm. it until you're successful. Mm -hmm. uh, like what Tanya yeah. said, until, until then that you can already close your eyes while doing it. Mm -hmm. Then that's the time that you can actually move and jump to another venture because you've already proven your, to yourself that this business model works. Then, okay, I can go ahead and replicate another one, right? So yeah, uh, that's a that's a very nice experience, Tanya. But I know we both learned it in a very hard way, right? <laughs> I think it's a necessary lesson to learn. Yeah, yeah. So if you're curious about the Super Freelancers course, which is a course for Filipino freelancers on how to fast track your freelancing career in 21 steps, we have something for you as our podcast listener. Please go to articleandsign.com slash enroll-here to be the first to know when we launch and get 500 pesos discount code on the upcoming course. This is exclusive for our podcast listeners only. So thanks for taking your time. Next question, Tanya. Yeah, I'm very interested with this one. What advice would you give someone wanting to pursue a career or industry similar to yours? To set limits. Set limits for yourself. Since I started selling jewelry online, there are so many people that message you throughout the day, and it's about anything. Mm -hmm. So you have to have your own schedule. Pink, you know, and we like to give that extras because we mm -hmm. know Filipinos like getting extras. So freebies. when I say extras, that's extra service, yeah, yeah, freebies, discounts, or whatever. You have to know them. And when you have to take risks, it has to be calculated. So there has to be a limit as to how much you can afford to lose. So if you're investing your money on something, say, because for me, I resell jewelry, mm -hmm. you have to know how much you want to start with and how much you can lose without losing, without getting into the negatives. Yeah. So you have to know your physical limits and your mental limits and your financial limits mm -hmm. and the limits and the scope of your business. So it goes back to being focused again and to mm -hmm. trying, trying to keep it small, but growing it and growing it, it'll take care of itself if you're doing a couple of things, if you're covering the basics right. Because if you're tired, you don't set limits, and you're tired, you can't really good, you can't give good customer service. Exactly. <laughs> so, and then you can't think well, you can't do the maths well, I've done this, <laughs> this is a bad one. <laughs> so when I'm tired in the middle of the night and you just want to close the sale, it's so bad. You're not making my, my, my good brain decisions. is really bad. I've yeah. lost so much money. <laughs> but that's, a that's a different lesson. <laughs> Let me explain it in this way. So let's say you're really tired, and then you're really bad at math, mm -hmm. and then it's a bad combination if you're replying to somebody at twelve in the mid twelve in the evening because you want to close the sale. Mm -hmm. um, well, it's good. You have to check if you're tired. Because if not, then you have to stick to the physical limit. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you're gonna get some bad <laughs> bad invoice. <laughs> This feels like, uh, for me, a very personal experience, Tansa. <laughs> I, I feel sorry for you. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm, I'm joking. I, I do agree. Uh, I still stand by what I said. Just set your limit. As also one of our interview 
with uh, Ella. She mentioned mm -hmm. something about boundaries, setting boundaries as well. Yeah. As a, yeah. As a free freelancer, because Ella is a freelance writer for over 10 years now. One lesson that she learned is actually you have to honor your boundaries. You have to set limits, mm -hmm. uh, honor your boundaries or something like that. So uh, in parallel with the entrepreneurship, uh, Tanya is really right. You have to set limits uh, physically, financial, and be aware of the scope creeps, right? Whether we like it or not, there are other people that will actually be kind of abusing your customer service, <laughs> your extra customer service um, support that you're giving. But when you create an online shop or online business or you're selling something, it's also important to set up limits. Filipino clients tend to question a lot of things, <laughs> even the um, trivial ones that you can actually find on the website or you can actually find on the post itself. Because I have a staff answering the um, messages from the Facebook mm. page. So my staff mm. uh, told me that, hey, Margaret, I think I, I wanted to have a break today. He said, burnt out, Delsha, since uh, Facebook Messenger. A lot of clients are, are asking questions that are actually seen on the post itself. So it's a it's a counterintuitive, no? Because sometimes, yeah, you've got to actually really answer for you to have to offer mm. uh, best customer service. But um, you have to like put a limit in a way that, okay, when the uh, client questions, how much is the price? So you can tell the client, the price is posted on uh, uh, this one or this page. So you can direct the client to go there, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah, it's actually one way of, of adding limits, guys. Uh, we want the people to offer a nice customer service, right, to uh, to clients. But yeah, sometimes you have to really um, set boundaries, set limits, set a set of templates of answers, etc. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so that um, hindi ka naman na back and forth message para mo close mo yung sale. Do you think that that behavior of Filipinos tending to ask a lot of questions mm -hmm. uh, to the point that sometimes you feel like they haven't read the the, post the information. Yeah. Do you think that that has a lot to do with the fact that Filipinos are not as used or as adept to online sales or online, mm -hmm. um, online shopping, online businesses mm -hmm. in general? Do you think that has a lot to do with the fact that they're not used to, you know, making online transactions? Mm -hmm. I think a lot of Filipinos are still used to doing business face-to-face -face, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. they still prefer to do business face-to-face -face. <laughs> so yeah tell us your thoughts because we would like to answer this question but we would like to yeah guys you can answer it please please let us know we will post uh, Tanya's question but uh, you get reminded of her question so when we release this podcast or this episode guys please if you have an answer to why that is happening please let us know so thanks what is the common myth about your profession or industry that you want to debunk? That online selling isn't real selling because it won't make you enough money. So a lot of people see online selling as a side bit, you know, side yeah. line, or people say racket, mm. uh, which is true for in, in many cases. Mm -hmm. But I feel like uh, I reached a point where I was actually making a lot more money on a online page than my salary. <laughs> yeah so i felt like yeah this is this is something that you can actually do full-time mm. um and it's not just it doesn't have to be limited to being side bit or racket or sideline yeah you know you can do it full-time but you need to have your maths correctly so you need <laughs> to have your accounting done right mm. uh and then you need to be running it right that's one thing i need to debunk uh i like what is what you mentioned times that there was a time that your online selling um, profit is higher than your 
employment salary. Because most of us thought that when you start a business and we start selling online, we thought forever lang siya talaga side gig. Probably you're just earning a thousand or two thousand a month. But so it's not like 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 and all sorts. Um, you're right. What do you mean by that? When you are actually employed, your salary mo is agreement yung employer mo, di ba? For example, uh, your salary is 50,000 per month. So, ganun lang talaga yung magiging sweldo mo. Whereas, when you have a business, you have the chance uh earn 100,000 a month or 100,000 in a week or even 100,000 in a day, di ba? So, yun yung, yun yung difference niya sa employment and when you're running your own business. Your profit will be unlimited. It can be unlimited because it depends. It depends on the uh, sales environment or or your sales at that at that point. So yeah, I like what you said that don't just like uh, stigmatize it to just a side hustle. It's just a side hustle. Hey, you have a legitimate business. When you have an Instagram and you're selling something, actually you have a legitimate business. Um, yeah. So Maya and I just talk about these things so you don't feel like you're alone. Because mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes people just aren't that open to talk about. Um, what they've done with um, with their side hustle or, yeah. um, you know, how they transition from full-time conventional work or jobs to mm-hmm. to being freelancers and doing something that they're passionate about or, mm-hmm. you know, pursuing creative things that they really wanted to do. What Mayette and Candice are doing is, it's a really good thing because it doesn't make you feel alone and it, it should remind you that it's okay. One of our mission times is actually to let them know things from our experiences as well. We're not, yeah. saying, we're not saying that, okay, we're perfect. So we're gods of like freelancing and entrepreneurship. What we're trying to um, show people is, okay, this is what happened to us. Yeah. You yeah. may yeah. may uh, get a thing or two, a lesson, a thing or two from here. Or actually, if you have a similar experience, then it's okay actually, to yeah. make a mistake. Mm. Right, to, to fail and that's fine basically we're all in this together <laughs> in line with that can you leave us with your favorite quote or any personal mantra to help uh, motivate our fellow uh, freelancers here and creative entrepreneurs or those who are aspiring to start an online uh, selling business well on a daily basis what I really need is just two things mm-hmm. number one is really just be nice to your customer you, as a seller you can't say I don't need you because you do, you're a seller, you need customers. <laughs> Without customers, you're not a seller. Mm-hmm. You're just a person with goods. <laughs> Even if it's really silly. I saw something on Facebook where this sneaker seller mm-hmm. had photos of customers sending him pictures of their feet and asking what size they think <laughs> they should get. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny, right? It's yeah. a similar experience. I had a similar experience where a lady was asking me, what bracelet she should get and then she shows me a picture of her wrist <laughs> and it's funny but it's well it is what it is you know it's mm. some some you don't really know what they were thinking when they did it maybe yeah. they were they were really thinking of something else and super absorbed in in yeah. pretty things and imagining pretty things on their feet on their wrists but you can't reply to them and you know make them feel bad yeah because yeah. they are your customers mm. they are yeah you need them Mm. Customer is not always right, but you always need your customers to so just be nice. Yeah, yeah. You have to nurture them. Uh, you have to build um, a relationship with them. You're loyal fans after it. Yeah. Uh, they keep coming back. Yeah. Knowing, yeah, because every time they know that they're going to get, you know, they're going to be treated as human beings. And not, mm, exactly. You know. So that's the first one. And the second one is to just try it. 
failing at certain things is okay. You'll never know unless you try it. Yeah. You don't know what, what to do, how to do it, what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong if you don't mm-hmm. try. Mm-hmm. You can't say that, oh, I'm not going to do this because my brain failed. <laughs> well, you're just going to try it because <laughs> you might actually know a thing or two and mm-hmm. you might actually make it work. Yeah. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Just start before yeah. you're ready. So, I think, yeah, I think if I didn't get my business permit when I was in 20 something, I don't mm-hmm. think um, my mind would have opened up to a whole set of possibilities. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, guys, two things Tanya said. First, be nice to your customers or clients. As Amazon, Jeff, Jeff Bezos said, the priority of Amazon, the Amazon is like, wow, it's the largest like <laughs> business in the whole world, right? So Jeff Bezos said is they're actually investing so much on customer experience, right? They mm, wanted to yeah. bring, um, nurture, they wanted to take care of their customers. Uh, the customers are giving them money, right? That's what they're yeah. on right now. So yeah, T- Tanya is right, guys. Be nice to your customers. And second, guys, Tanya said, just try. Whatever you're thinking of doing right now, it may be opening a shop or opening an Instagram to sell your um, uh, illustrations or you're doing crafts, handiworks, et cetera. Whatever you're thinking of doing right now, just try it. Just try. Just mm-hmm. try. Just start. Because you don't know. Yeah. You might end up loving it, right? Yeah. <laughs> I really like it, Tanya. So this is like um, practical, practical tips that they, it's actionable that they can just try it. Do it now. Yeah. Ladies um, and gentlemen, good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> Our last question is, um, where, where can our listeners connect with you, Tans, online or wherever, and what project you'd like us to check out? So I have my online jewelry shop, and then I have a plant page that I'm trying to start working on that, and then you can reach me through that, through Instagram, at Plant Your Enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. It's just Plant Your Enthusiasm. So you can find me, you can reach out to me there, so if you have questions, whatever questions, really, if, you, if I think I can answer it, I'll try <laughs> The other project that I'm hoping to get into in the future is to more more serious things like visas and migration, but yeah, that's still in the works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, hopefully we will hear from you um, again when yeah. that works out. Yeah, come back, come back in uh, the podcast, then. Yeah. Oh, if if you have a channel where people can ask questions, then yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. I'd be happy to answer the questions if I if it's not math. <laughs> All right. So, guys, uh, we will leave the links uh, where you can connect with Tanya's projects, especially the Plant Your Enthusiasm. Uh, and if um, her other ventures uh, is also already live uh, during the podcast release, so we will also add that one. For now, you can go check out the Plant Your Enthusiasm on Instagram, and you can ask Tanya anything about plants. So we can ask you, Tanya, about how what's the name of the plant? Can we show you the plant? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sure. Anything, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'm just happy to make friends and all yeah. that yeah just go to your instagram account guys um we'll add the link and just drop there and say hi to tanya right so yeah so thanks wow thank you so much <laughs> for, oh, thank you for, uh, for this episode <laughs> no but it's like thank you for coming up with this great idea you know where people can can pick up a couple of things as i learned from you and me touching um mm-hmm. bridging people together Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, you guys are onto something good here. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, so thank you for giving me some of your time. <laughs> well, thank you for being here, and uh, we look forward to uh, to have you here often as you can. <laughs> 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 so yeah, thanks. Thank you so much for the inputs. I'm sure our listeners will learn a lot 
because uh, you've experienced quite a lot. So thank you so much for your honest and valuable lessons. And you guys, Tanya, um, I'm so thankful that she, she made time today. And of course, although we live in the same country right now, <laughs> we're not seeing each other because of the lockdown. So uh, this is also one way of actually um, uh, expressing ourselves and our um, disappointment oh. of not seeing each other. <laughs> so yeah, thanks. Thank you so much for your inputs. And we will see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please take a second to leave a review over Apple Podcasts. And be sure to check out our courses at A&D Creative Lab. You can find our courses at articleanddesign.com and go to the Creative Lab. You can also join our Facebook group, Article and Design, Super Freelancers Page. Oh, be part of our 1 million mission, transforming 1 million Filipino freelancers into super freelancers. See ya!